Hello to all of you out there. I am Ulrike Seminati, host of the podcast Empowering Female Leaders for Women Who Want to Thrive. Every week you will get new perspectives, exciting insights, and empowering messages of women from all over the globe. Welcome to another episode of my podcast, Empowering Female Leaders. I am pleased to welcome Vinola Almeida, who joins us from Dubai and who will speak about the massive importance of mindset when it comes to achieving your goals. So in the next 30 minutes, you will find out more about her compelling message on how you can give yourself the keys to making the endeavors that you are undertaking a success. Welcome, Vinola. Do you want to say a few words about yourself? So firstly, thank you, Ulrike, for giving me this platform, uh, you know, to speak on this platform, invite me, you know, on empowering female leaders, particularly on the topic on a topic that is very close to my mind, which is mindset as a key driver to achieve our goals. I would say that this is a very enriching topic, especially in the world we live in today, you know, very evolving and fast paced, whereas women, we want to feel empowered in every sphere of our life. So personally, for me, I come from the Indian subcontinent and lived almost half of my life in the Middle East. Uh, which I would say has given me a great insight, you know, along with the career that I have led into as human resources, into interacting with people from different cultures has given me the, you know, the platform, the insights, how environment, culture, ethnicity, nature, nurture plays a major role in shaping our life uh, or, or rather you could say shaping our mindset. So this is what I would say, you know, as part of uh, introduction of myself. So, I, you know, this really, and every day it's a learning platform for me. Every day I see something new because I really meet different spectrum of people, different uh, from, you know, different cultures, different age band. Um, and it's very inspiring. It's a topic that is evolving and it's a topic that constantly keeps you thinking about how uh, this mindset is something that really plays a pivotal role in how you not only achieve your goals, but personal as well as professional. When we first spoke, um, when we, we first spoke together, I really felt very quickly that you have a strong passion for this topic and uh, a very empowering and strong position as well that you can share with other people and especially with women. So my question now would be, what are the main challenges in terms of mindset, especially when it comes to women? Well, I would say that, you know, as women, uh, I'm sure we, we are very great at multitasking, maybe because of the roles that we play from different roles that we played. And we kind of take ownership about these roles. Um, what I feel is that uh, as an individual, we have this right to follow our dreams, our ambitions, our growth. Uh, and in this journey, we may not be the perfect, what do you call it, uh, perfect person, Uh, as a in the roles that we are playing as a mother, as a wife, or you know, but of course, when a woman steps out to do something, it is a big struggle, and every woman should be able to create, write her own destiny, take her life in her own hands, and everyone is doing it. So why not the woman? We need to work on being unapologetic on our decisions. We need to. We want. We should. We we should uh, stand up for ourselves for our decisions. You know, so. 
these so these i feel are the major mindset where we feel we judge ourselves we are constantly judging we don't wait for others to judge ourselves judge us we are constantly giving ourselves a guilt complex i think it's the conditioning that we have had over the years that we are probably subjected to and i do know it's definitely a struggle i i do know it has changed from the 80s and the 90s uh even now when we are talking about you know we are living in a in a different century but it's still a struggle and it's still going to take a while uh, we should never give up we should continue pushing on this you know where uh, we believe in ourselves first as a woman and then on the other roles that we play Uh, this was a very strong introduction from yourself already. Um, so you say that we should be who we really are, and I completely share this message with you. But before we go into this um, very empowering message, what do you think is at stake if we don't? If we continue to be very strict with ourselves, self-critical, judging us even more than others judge us, what is at stake? uh i don't think then uh, we would have an identity of ourselves you know uh, uh we would continue to we 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 would we would be living between our head and our heart we want to be you know we would want to be out we want to be uh we want to be uh, identified we know who we are but at the same time what i feel is if we know who we are let us embrace ourselves first before we want the world to embrace us or before we want uh anyone around us to embrace us our, our, whether we want our family to ar- uh, embrace us or our better half to embrace embrace us or even in you know, the workplace for our colleagues let's start uh, feeling that uh, that empowerment or that feeling that yes this is how i am this is how i accept myself and this is what it is this is what you see uh, let's not start you know uh, thinking in our brains like uh, you know we need to be someone else we need to you know i just got a very nice quote from one of my colleague when i just said that i'm going to be talking on this topic and he said uh, you know his sister is in a very senior position and she happened to say to him that you cannot reach where you want to without losing your female attributes i mean why do we need to uh, do that but yes if we need to do that i guess we need to stand up for ourselves and if that's what is something that is going to make you happy and going to make you feel that this is what you are you are this women um have been raised with the attitude quite often that they have to please even in some cultures that they have to ask for permission before doing something and permission means also to please again uh, be it with their parents be it with their husband be it with society overall and depending on the society you're in um, women have a lot of attentions a lot of expectations they think they have to fulfill because there are so many different roles coming back to when you spoke about the multitasking piece roles outside of work roles at work and for each role we put a, an enormous pressure on our ourselves because we want to be perfect in everything and at the end we're just draining ourselves criticizing ourselves and never being satisfied what is in your opinion like a worst case scenario if we just continue with this trying to being perfect all the time in every place and not being satisfied i think that that's something i don't think we would uh, we would ever be able to then you know identify ourselves with uh if we if we continue to satisfy everyone i don't think in personally you know there was a long time ago when i first joined a job many years ago i remember a comment that was made to me by my manager that 
there are so many million people in india if you go pleasing everyone you'll never please yourself that comment stayed with me you know it was a very strong comment and i i felt that yes he, what what he said was right that if i go pleasing everyone i'll never please myself so why not i please just myself yes there have been times when people have you know i have had those kind of looks like i mean you know is this the person i'm speaking to uh, i mean is she fine you know because sometimes i may come across very strong it's not very known for women to have you know to be outspoken to be very strong again from the the continent that i come from uh, i must say that majority of my counterparts over there are very submissive you know as you said we have to be listened to uh, we have grown up like that we are conditioned to grow up like that but is it that what you want because i can see that this is not what they want but what is stopping them from breaking the barriers i sometimes feel that the thing that is stopping them from breaking the barriers is what is society going to say uh what is you know the and what is the environment going to be but again i think i'm sure the strong women that we have seen they have not had it any easier it has been tough uh but i guess uh, even though we are still conditioned by a lot of extraneous factors we should embrace our toxic toxicities our complexities you know the idyllic life and the transformative phase that we have to go through yeah indeed building on this um you you already mentioned quite a few solutions here or a few a few takeaways i will come back to them a little bit later but one thing that you said just in the first few sentences is about um this stop pleasing yourself and that was what what we're talking about now what exactly or how did you did that, do that was that one comment that you had in the past enough to help you to stop pleasing because it is it is something that is deeply anchored in in many of us so it's not easy to tell ourselves that we have to stop pleasing because we do it again it's a behavioral pattern probably that repeats is there something that you can share about this well i i must say that where it comes to me i think uh, i attribute a lot of my uh, you know mindset uh, i would say to my father uh i grew up uh, at a ho- in a home where uh it was all boys it was just boy uh, you know i had two brothers so there was no different uh, what do you call it uh, timelines for my brothers or me you know the rule was the same i was i never i was not raised up that you you are a, you are a girl so you should do this or you should not do this i was treated just like the brother my brothers at home and having been brought up like that so as i said i was probably conditioned that i was as equal as the men and probably that was what was the difference for me uh so i would say that uh i'm sure that the women would require more of this support this is i always remember my father i he's no more but i always remember him because i feel that uh he was very much important into making me think that if his son what his sons can achieve i can achieve it uh there was nothing like i was told that i cannot achieve i think i have to also give credit to my boys because they again made me feel that you know i'm just like uh, you know one of those superwoman who can do it uh, my partner in life i i guess i was lucky i also had uh, i also probably also because maybe over over a period of time i may have given the impression that no i'm not going to take uh, or oh, i'm not going to be submissive or oh, i'm not going to take this uh, thing that where i have to listen to the men i have my say i have something to say 
and I want to be heard. I don't believe in this uh, thing that because of a, I'm a woman, I feel no, I'm a human. Uh, I'm a human being first, and then comes the fact that I'm a woman. So I think that was something that was very much important for me, that first I'm a human being, and then comes my gender. When you, you live this every day, so you have this behavior that is an assertive behavior, and um, that is not common to the majority of women, at least not naturally, because we were maybe not raised like that. I'm coming from Germany, and I was not raised like that. My mother told me, you don't have to do big studies, you will stay at home with the kids. You imagine, in Germany, it's not, you know, but that's what she told me, literally. And um, this is something that you carry with you, even if you don't agree you carry it with you and you somehow have this feeling yeah now you have to fight even more to do to have another life and you probably are not good enough for it and nobody should find that out somehow this imposter syndrome which exists as well um, when when you say that you you live this in a different way and that for you this is very natural to be assertive and to not even uh, ask yourself any questions about this. You're just natural, you're yourself. Um, how does the environment react to this? And with environment, I mean, men, women, maybe in different societies, cultures, because you have a lot of different contacts. Yes, I, I, I get those odd looks, uh, Ulrike. I mean, I know, and I'm very happy that you mentioned in this call that you're from Germany and you had the same situation. Because many of the times I've heard comments, especially because I'm, I'm, I'm coming from the Indian subcontinent, working in the Middle East. I think there is something in the mindset, oh, because we are from India, you know, somehow it looks like it does not happen in Europe. It does not happen in U US. You know, and most of the times I have to say, no, it's, It's mindset at the end of the day, irrespective of which part of the world you are. At the end of the day, it's the mind of a human being. It does not matter whether you are, you know, in a first world country or a third world country. It does happen. So it is all about you. It's all about how you want to break those barriers. It's all about how much courage you have to break those barriers. It's all about how much you can stand alone. Uh, because there are times that I'm alone. There are times where I feel that, Am I doing something wrong? There are times when I want to be, you know, uh, uh, in, in the same pack. There are times where it is difficult to swim against the tide. I want to swim with the tide. But then I ask myself, if I do so, is that my identity? Will, will I be happy with that identity? No. When that answer comes to me and I'm like, okay, no, that will not make me happy, which means that it's fine if people don't understand me. I'm sure in time they will. I'm sure once they get to know me better, they'll understand this is how I am. This, there is nothing behind it or there's no, you know, uh, this, it just, this, is, this is the person she is. And this is how I have been. It has taken a while, but I have noticed that in my work, in my career, in the, in, when I've met people, men and women, whoever, it has taken some time, but they have started recognizing, no, this is how she is. And that's how, what you get. So... <laughs> I mean, I mean, that's how it is like. So I guess somehow I just said, I, I didn't make, make that compromise. I, I know it was a battle. I know that have times I've gone home. I have questioned myself. I have discussed this with my son. I've said I should change. I've had some kind of a set, you know, thinking back and I'm like, then the bottom line, am I going to be happy? No, I'm not going to be happy. So what will make me happy? Myself. So the way I am. So I guess that's how it should be. Striking message. <laughs> 
Um, when we prepared this talk, uh, you were saying something that I found very compelling. You said that if you want to achieve your goals, this is your own battle and no one else will fight it for you. Can you elaborate a bit on this? Yes, because uh, again, coming back to uh, anything that you do, I mean, there would be, pe there would be people around you uh, to speak with you, to what you call it, um, share with you. Uh, and it's good to talk because at the end of the day, when you talk, you do know that you're not alone. For example, now when you spoke, I'm sure many of those who are listening on this call would say that, no, I'm sorry, I'm, we are not the only one who have gone through this. You know, uh, there are many others are, around in the world. So again, coming back to the fact what you said that, you know, if we have to fight our own battle, let's look at the vice president of US. Now, I'm sure she, for her to forage over here, uh, for she actually must have gone through many battles or, you know, something that must have made her reach the stage. And uh, what do you call it? Uh, it's, it's something that, you know, uh, no, no, there are people around to help you, definitely. But at the same time, there is some, this is something that you need to believe in to do it. So it's eventually, it's your own battle at the end of the day. Uh, people are there to support you. People are there to, you know, push you. But it, it, is, your, it is your journey. It is at the end of the day, your journey. Because it is at the end of the day, you live with, with the consequences. So you do know that if it's good, it is going to be, you're going to be happy about it. Uh, if it's not going to be good, again, you're going to be living with that, the fact. But it is, it is a decision and it's a journey you're going to take. Um, what would you say are the three main inner elements or emotions that anyone, especially women, we're in this woman talk, need to feel or have to go their own way? Uh, firstly, be unapologetic, uh, believe in yourself, uh, stop, you know, uh, what do you call it, um, judging ourselves, stop judging yourself, stop having a guilt complex. Uh, yes, we do know that there are a lot of roles we play. We are a mother, we are a son, we are a wife, um, uh, many roles we play. But at the first thing, I feel that there is something we owe it to ourselves. So, If we over to ourselves and we are happy with our own selves, and I'm sure then everything around us will automatically fit in, fit in, you know, automatically will then everyone will know this is how it is going to be. And the other odds will just fit in over there. So I guess the first most important thing is that don't judge yourself. Stop, you know, having a guilt complex. I do know that it is a conditioning over the years we have been subjected to. It's a struggle to come out of it. It's definitely not easy. It's going to take a while. But I guess we have to, con we have to continue trying. We should not give up. The, the message that you delivered is very strong, very powerful, very encouraging. I believe that many, many women who will listen to this will start thinking, why don't I do this simply? Why don't I just go out for myself? I love myself first and then I love others. Most of the time, we try to do it the other way around. <laughs> this is exactly the thing. You can only help others if you help yourself first. It's like in the, in the airplane, yeah? When there's no air anymore, help yourself first, the mask up, and then you help others because you won't be able to help others if you're yourself in a in a weak position and in a position where you cannot give the best of yourself because you don't have the energy. Energy is going into criticism, self-judgment and 
all of these non-constructive feelings that we carry with us. There are many, many strong points which you delivered to this talk. And as always, time flies. It's unbelievable. So we will now starting to wrap up a little bit what we have heard. I have written down quite a few things, but I will, I think, stick to four or five. Okay. <laughs> so wrap that up. Um, what you said in the beginning was a very nice sentence. You said, let's embrace ourselves. This is how I am. And telling yes. yourself this probably every day, I think, is a strong thing. And just believing it. And the more we tell ourselves this, the more we take the time to, let's say, brainwash ourselves on this message, well, the more we believe it. Every day a little bit more. That's one thing. The second one is this whole area about pleasing. Pleasing others and stop pleasing others, but please yourself. And pleasing ourselves doesn't mean that we do things to please others, but that we really think about what do I want with what do I feel well and how do I feel um, integrity with myself? This is the point about not pleasing. And then something that is strong and that needs to come from somewhere inside of ourselves, it's about the courage to break these barriers, these barriers of, um, well, fear, anxiety that we can't be ourselves. Then the fourth point I have that you need to believe in all of this, because if you don't have the belief, then you won't break the barriers, you won't embrace yourself, and you won't have the courage to stop pleasing either. And the last thing that you said is going into the guilt complex, yes. a very strong topic, I think. And this is behind probably point number one to four that I mentioned, because as long as we have that, it goes with the pleasing a bit as well, but also with all the others. And that we yes. start, we stop apologizing for why we are not like this and why we are like that and so on. Yes. So there are these very strong points that the audience can take with them and apply to themselves at home in a certain way, by just understanding it's there and that they have it in their own hands. But now I would like you to select one or even another one, the one takeaway. If you had one thing that you can give the audience and one thing where you say, implement this into your life, this is the one strong thing that I want you to start from tomorrow onwards, what would that be? Love yourself un unconditionally, I would say, and totally believe in yourself. And then you will see everything will fall into place. Thank you very much, Vinola. This was a very, very powerful talk. I loved it. It was thought-provoking as well and very stimulating, I think, for the audience. And you're a great example of a person who is living this differently, naturally, naturally underlined, <laughs> because naturally is not easy in that sense. Mm -hmm. You were not brought up with this idea. So for everyone who was not brought up with these ideas, I just encourage you to just be like that because it's possible and we feel so much better when we are able yes. to love ourselves. This was another episode of Empowering Female Leaders. What are the questions and topics in female leadership that you are interested in? Let me know in the comments on YouTube and Instagram or join our LinkedIn group. I am excited to hear from you. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe for new talks with inspiring women from all around the globe. Thank you for listening.